Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show brought to you by Massive Late Fee. I say this every week, and some weeks you just roll with it, and other weeks you just give me this really confused look like... (laughs) What are you changing the name of the show? No, it's always been what it's called. Okay. Just sometimes you you listen to the intro and sometimes you don't. (laughs) I guess today I was paying attention to you. My name is Mark. With me as always is my girlfriend, Carol. How are you doing, Carol? Hey, what's up? It's been a pretty good week for us here, right? Eh, It's Uh, been all right. Slap bracelet-tastic. Trips to the mall. Yeah. To the food court. What's your favorite restaurant at the food court? In the food court? Yes. Not an autonomous unit for mid-mall <laughs> snacking. Right. Which we will talk about tomorrow. But uh, let's see. My favorite restaurant in the food court. Mm, well, I like... Okay, so there's a slushy place uh-huh. that serves punk pop. Punk pop. It still has the the sign that says pump, punk pop from like 1985. Interesting. Uh, on there. And they have, actually have some pretty good slushies and little snacks. But the probably my favorite restaurant in the food court is Sbarro is pretty good. Damn it. That was going to be my pick. Yeah. <laughs> They've got good pizza. They do. And, and it's big, so you can like fold it in half. Mm-hmm. I love it. New York style. <laughs> but this week we're talking about not pizza, or punk pops, <laughs> but we're talking about nine hundred two one zero. We are. What happened? On nine hundred two one zero this week. Uh, let's see, Dylan. Do you remember? I do. Okay. Dylan is uh, kissing Brenda's ass. <laughs> yes, and, he is. And it's making her and suspicious. Kissing all over her face. <laughs> like he's being just too friendly and. Mm-hmm. Too kind, like he was literally kneeling in front of her chair at oh, yeah. one point. Like, what the fuck was that, Dylan? I don't know. He was beating his chest, like he was doing like a uh, Tarzan type thing. I don't know. It was weird. We didn't hear anything he was saying. No, we just saw Kelly looking at them, and he's beating. He's doing like a ooh, me, you know, you me Tarzan, you Jane, kind of thing. I don't know. Really out of character for Dylan. A lot of out of character for Dylan. Like. They were doing uh, sandcastles this mm-hmm. episode. Sandcastles in the sand. And, like, Brenda didn't even invite him because she's like, he wouldn't be into making sandcastles. And he's like, oh, I'm here to make sandcastles, and I brought a map and everything. Here's a map of France, because yeah. what, they're, what they're doing is they're making, like, the section of France that they stayed in. It seems really weird. It is really weird. Everybody else did something singular, you know, like somebody did this like bank building or this famous like bank building or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, Andrea's team did the Batmobile. Yeah, well, that was the amateur. Although they're amateur, they're too. amateur too. Yeah, but yeah. every everybody's doing like a singular type thing, a singular building or a singular object. Yeah, why would you pick like a, they're doing a country? They're trying to do a whole street scene. It's weird. Eh. Not good. Didn't work out well, but. He, he volunteers to help her and Donna with that. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just like, he should just be wearing like a, a, a scarlet you know, letter instead. <laughs> I think that would work out more for him. 
Um, they're all doing. It'd be an S, though, right? For smoocher. Because <laughs> right. apparently that's all they did. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Kelly wakes up and she's like, at least, you know, we didn't cross that line or whatever. And he's like, you want to say because we didn't go all the way that, mm-hmm. that there was nothing between us? Which is, I mean, he's right. Like, you don't have to have sex for there to be something. For sure. But she's, she just wants to feel better about it. So she's going to say it was nothing because then she didn't do anything wrong. She reiterates that Brenda's her best friend and I don't understand how. <laughs> they do act like it now, though. I guess they, they, yeah, they actually confide in each other. I think this is the first time in the entire series that they've had a heart to heart talk. Right. They're but, really trying to force this. Like that. I don't, and I don't know if the writers just don't do female friendship well or, or what, maybe there's not a lot of female writers in the writer's room, but they, they just, they don't establish that they're friends because no. they go shopping together. <laughs> right. We both like purses. Well, like, apparently Brenda has just picked up the habit of smoking while she was in France. So mm-hmm. so she uh, takes Kelly in the bathroom with her to have a cigarette. Everybody smokes in France, she says, <laughs> which is which, true. And Kelly is like, I just got this dry clean. Stay away from me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and she, what did she, she confides in Kelly about Rick. Isn't that the guy's name that she was with? Yeah. Which is funny because I think that's the, the guy's name in uh, Casablanca, too. Yes, it is. That's true. Yeah. So. Ricks. So, yeah, she tells her that she, you know, hung out with this guy that she almost, like, wanted to go backpacking with him and all that. Mm-hmm. So that's got to be even harder for Kelly to know that that happened. Right. She's like, don't tell Dylan. You know Kelly wants to. Of course. And um, eventually, though. What do you think Kelly should do in this situation? I don't know. Oh, my God. If you were in this situation, you were kissing on uh, one of your best friend's boyfriends and then you found out that when she was in another country, she was also not being super faithful. I would encourage her to tell him. Okay. Because it's not her place. So maybe she should have been like, maybe you should just be honest, Brenda. But if he really loves you, it'll work out. But here's the thing. And if you've found somebody better who's blonde and... <laughs> has a new baby sister, then maybe he'll just dump you. Right. But she was honest with him at the end of the episode, mm-hmm. and he basically does not care, and he does not own, yeah. own up to it, anything I, he did. I, well, yeah. And I don't know. Like I, I, It's ambiguous the way they left it. I mean, he just starts kissing her. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, he, like, I guess that's just supposed to be like, oh, well, everything's cool then. Well, she says to him... She admits what happened, sort of. She's like, in the last couple of days, you know, there was this guy. I had feelings for him. It didn't really amount to much. Basically, like, and she said, I thought about, I thought about, like, hey, were you on the beach and was somebody in your arms kind of stuff? Yeah. And he doesn't say yes or no right. to that. He's just stone cold quiet. And she says, so are you ready to start our senior year together? With just me or whatever. Yeah, and basically kind of like, hey, no matter what happened in the summer, for on my end or on your end, it's like water under the bridge kind of thing. Yeah. And he goes, he says something like, is your summer vacation over? Yeah. And she says, yes. And he's like, well, welcome back or whatever, and then starts kissing her. So, I mean, I guess that's him agreeing that they're starting over. Yeah. 
that they're not going to talk about it and it's not a big deal. It's the whole, it's it's Jim saying it doesn't matter what you did, Cindy. Right. Kind of thing like when she, you know, probably did over the close hand stuff with <laughs> her ex-boyfriend. So, I don't know. I think I think that he might be better with Kelly. Right now, for sure. So, but I, I, don't, I don't know that know. that's always the case. We saw their relationship was strained in the the last season that we you know that we watched the the, la- the current season season five right uh, current season season six now but we watched we started watching it when it was current last year and their relationship seemed strained then but they do kind of seem better together right now yeah and um David is trying to like help Kelly and be nice to Kelly which is sweet mm-hmm. But he's he's a cheater too, right? <laughs> like nobody's innocent. David comes into her her room with his shirt open. Yeah, what was that about? And they're like, uh, he's got abs now, so let's. Uh, he's doing abs now, so get the get the shirt open. Pop that shirt open, Brian Austin Green. Yeah, so he's see those abs walking around trying to look like MC Hammer or whatever. He's very lean, and. Um, telling her that she she was going to skip this beach party and he's told her you know that'll make people suspicious right. and you need to move on with your life and come out and blah 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 mm-hmm. so i mean it's she, the baby's coming out party that's so stupid yeah i don't know what that is. so it's like because we're bringing the baby out for the first time yeah i mean you're not supposed to bring a baby out around people for like i don't know four or six months or something really yeah oh wow so, so bring it out is. to the sun. Right. Yeah. <laughs> First time out of the house, let's uh, give you a little uh, burn and uh, right. let lots of people touch you. Uh, and sand all over that baby. You'll right. never get sand out of that baby. <laughs> but yeah, so everybody's just saying goodbye for the summer. And oh, oh, Brandon finally gets rid of the bitch. Yeah. <laughs> It's very exciting. Well, that's the that's the different that's the other plot line, the other major plot line that runs through this. Well, I'm sorry, it's just mostly everything's happening on the beach, so it all kind of blends together. You know, it's funny though because Jim and Cindy finally basically agree to let her see Dylan. Yeah. No, like Jim doesn't get any shit for what an asshole he was. He's just like. Was that the same girl? She's not yelling and demanding. And it's like, well, you're also not being an asshole right now, Jim. Well, he was kind of being an asshole because she was upset because when she got home, Dylan was not there at her house for the party. That's true. Because they didn't invite him. Yeah. But then they did. So. Yeah. Then everything was okay with them. I guess. I don't know. It's all weird. It's very, it feels very unsettled. Yeah. Everything's very unsettled and vague. You know what is settled, though? Brandon and the bitch. Yeah. <laughs> What's her name gone. again? I don't even remember her name. God, I don't know. And I, I hope I never have to think about her again. Maybe this is why Brandon's girlfriends don't hang out. Because every time they do, it turns disastrous. Well, she made some racist comment about Henry. Well, she says, so he's building the boat with her. And she says, oh, Henry can... can they're having a clam bake. Yeah, it's like, it's the final, like, they're closing down the beach club, I guess. Which, do they really do that? Like, it's still nice in the fall, right? It's fucking California. But. I'm sure. That they have different standards of what 
is considered beach weather and what's not. So right. I'm I'm sure they do so shut it down. They're shutting it down, and next week's when school starts. But she's like, Henry can do it by himself, and he's like, it's a lot of work. And she's like, I'll let him work for a change. Yeah, what a bitch. Like he's some lazy person or something. And he's like, what do you mean? She's like, well, he can't get fired. He's black. You know, he was almost fired when that when uh, everyone thought Dylan stole that stuff, but right? it was but it was somebody else. I don't remember who stole it now. So then, you know, Brandon like defends him and talks about you know how he has a store and it got ruined. Had in the, a store. Had a store, but he spends all his time working on rebuilding the store when he's mm-hmm. not working there. And um, you know, they they fight and they make up. They fight and make up so much in this episode, even. Well, it's it's the same thing over and over again because it's she says something racist and then he inexplicably forgives her and then she says something racist again and then he gives her forgives her because he's they she's talking about the he's talking about the store and she's like oh that must suck you know she goes why didn't he put up one of those signs uh, black yeah. owned business oh and he's like well not all the rioters were black. And she's like, oh, you know, she's like, you know how it is. The the Koreans hate the blacks and the blacks hate the Koreans. And they both and they hate us. Both, they're both against us. And then she said, you know, the next time they're going to be coming here mm-hmm. for revenge or something. Right. Into the incredibly well-pleased and regulated neighborhood. Idiot. So that's not the end. That should have been the end. No, but he's it's not. like, he's he, like, I'm a liberal he, guy and I don't want to talk about this shit, you know. Yeah, they. they She's basi- like, I'm not a bigot. They basically decide that they're just not going to talk about anything important so that they can get along. Mm-hmm. But what he does to in- initiate, to instigate that, is he walks over with a little flag that says truce mm-hmm. and something over his mouth, like he's yeah. the one that needs to shut up. And then he apologized to her. Right. Fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. And then I don't think you need to be liberal necessarily to think that. The blacks and the Koreans are against us is offensive. <laughs> right? But but then she steps in it with Andrea because Andrea actually loses Cameron this time. It's a for real he's missing, but I had no really. sense of dread. Yeah, not really. Well, okay, but they let it go on for more than a minute this time. Yeah, it lasts two minutes. <laughs> Where's Cameron? Yeah. There's some, all of a sudden, there's some dork assistant standing next to her. Never saw this kid before. Yeah, it's so weird. It's the last day, so, like, why? She's like, Brandon says, did you check the men's room? That's where he was last time. And this kid's like, yeah, I checked. <laughs> I checked Mr. Brandon, but he's not in there. And so then she drags him off with her to help, him, help her find Cameron. Mm-hmm. So his girlfriend's pissed because right. she wants him to stay and play in the sand with her. Right. She literally says it to him at one point, like, I just want you to stay and play with me more. Like, okay, unless you're naked, you don't say that at your age. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so he, when he finally comes back, she's like, I don't even understand why Andrea's working. I mean, she obviously doesn't need to. She doesn't need the money. I mean, she's Zuckerman. Right. Andrea Zuckerman. Ugh. She might have said Justine. <laughs> Justine Goldenberg. So. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Right. And so he's he, like, whoa. He explains that, you know, she lives in a freaking one-bedroom apartment with her grandmother. Mm-hmm. That, you know, she shouldn't make assumptions. She's like, she's a Jew in Beverly Hills. She has money. 
<laughs> and she goes, it's a compliment. Yeah. Jews are good with money. It's a compliment. And he's just like, I am done with you now. Right. Well, she crossed the line. Talk about black people all you want. Talk about Koreans all you want. But step on Andrea Zuckerman with Brandon <laughs> and it's over. Finally, I'm sorry. I mean, she needed to get she needed to get in trouble for something. She needed some kind of fucking consequences. <laughs> right. She did not tell the truth. Now she must pay the consequences. So, she's gone. Yay, the bitch is dead. Cameron um, had gone home because he was in love with Andrea and it was too hard for him to say goodbye. Basically, yeah. And he wanted more attention from her and stuff and she was like, I have to pay attention to the other kids. But then she told him that they'll be very special friends forever. And uh, she said that she loved him too. So Yeah. That was sweet. And that as long as he didn't tell anybody. <laughs> You're so sick. No. they. She, she handled it probably the best way you could handle a crush like that. Yeah. Although, honestly, like, I don't know. What do you think? Ten years? In ten years, they could date, right? I don't know. Because he's probably like 12 and she's 17. Yeah. Which is a huge difference when you're that age. I think 22. But if he's 22 and she's 27, that's not that big of a deal. I still think that's kind of a big difference. Eh, I mean, I'd a little. i 25 and 30. Yeah, okay. But I, I still, I, I still, 20, why, why 22 and 27 is such a big difference? Because you're still pretty young at 22. You're still probably like clubbing and stuff where at 27 you're probably looking to like buy a house and invest in the stock market. I think I it mean, depends on the person. Yeah, well, it's I have Andrea. an uncle that's still clubbing at like, uh, you know, 60. Right. Well, this is Andrea, so she's probably already investing in the stock market. So. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. By the time Andrea is 27, it'll be uh, 15 years ago. So, Oh, s- speaking of um, Andrea, in the morning, in the beginning of the episode, she brings the freaking like, cl- club of kids around the corner and they almost catch uh, Dylan and Kelly together. Right. Like, I got the impression they had gone far out to, to do their camping. You would think so. They're going camping. How is, how is it camping if it's 10 minutes away from the beach club that he has a cabana at? Right. Let's go camping. It's like me saying to you, Carol, let's, let's go camping. My backyard. <laughs> right. So, yeah, so they're, they're walking distance for a bunch of children. Mm-hmm. And um, she quickly zips herself in, and he says it's his friend Rick or something. Kevin. Another, oh, Kevin. There you go. Yeah. Instead of Kelly, it's Kevin. Why? My friend Kevin had a few too many last night, and Kelly goes, <laughs> <laughs> Like she's the secretary from Ferris Bueller's Day Off trying to impersonate Mr. Rooney. Andrea looked concerned, but I don't think she was suspicious. No, I think she was concerned that the kids were going to see some drug-addled friend of Dylan's. <laughs> right. Like he was going to come out and be like, oh, what's up, kids? <laughs> Do you want some doobie snacks? <laughs> so, I mean, that's about it for this episode. I'm trying to think what else happened. There was a lot going on. Oh, oh Steve. Yeah, Steve and David. Yeah, Steve has decided that he is David's manager. Right. I think that was last episode. Well, yeah. And he, and David's getting sick of him because he's trying to boss him around, so he's like, you need to get me a gig or we're going to be done. Right. So Steve... Yeah, because Steve comes in there and he's like, 
Oh, don't sing it like that. Do the you know yeah. do the chorus here. Do the bridge here. He's being a douche. He's like, I'm just trying to do what managers do, and it's like, no, managers handle business stuff. They don't yeah. write the songs, Steve. But he does like the unthinkable and approaches the band that's playing at this clam bake. Yeah, he because he wants David to play. He's like, hey, you should let David play instead of these old fucks. And Henry's like, no, I got a contract with them. They're paid. So Steve comes up to them and says, what will it take for you to not play this gig? And the guy's like, you don't have that kind of money. And he says, try me. Because he's a rich kid. And so it's going to, I mean, obviously he's paying more money than than David's going to make off of this. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just because he wants to. It's just because... For fun. He's willing to do whatever it takes for his client. Yeah. His terrible, terrible client. Yeah, he was not good. It was kind of disappointing. He starts playing, and, you know, I guess he's fine on the synthesizer, and whatever he's doing with the, whatever the DJing thing is, I don't know. Mm -hmm. He's turning records and shit like that. He's got, got a whole setup up there. He's fine at doing that, but then he starts to sing, and it's like, I think he's trying to do like a Michael Jackson impersonation. It's not good. Maybe his voice is still changing. Right. He's like, it's, too, it's way too loud. He sounds like Barry Gibb. Yeah, it's not good. I, I was sad for him. I mean, I'm happy for him because he seemed really happy. Everybody but everybody pretended like he was the best in the world. They're, yeah. they're all looking at each other. Steve's like, I'm bringing him along slowly and. You know, Kelly's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, it was it was bad. But, I mean, eventually he's going to get somewhere. We know that, right? Well, he starts working for that whites-only uh, rap studio or whatever. Remember? Because they're, they're like all, all white people in there. And it's like, they're like, we know rap. Yeah. Who knows rap better than a bunch of white people? Right. No, season five, That's he's like work, he's interning something. And then one of the acts... Like hires him to fill in or something like that, and that's yeah. when he's cheating on uh, Donna. On Donna, yeah, something like that. But yeah, so eventually he gets somewhere. But no, the singing is not good. No, he, I don't know if that's his real singing voice, or if they're just like I don't I don't know. But he, he does doesn't sound good. He sounds twelve. It's too high. You can tell that he's singing out of his range. And like, why? It's, I don't know. He, he's in control of the range. He's th- making the music. I think he wants to sound like Michael Jackson. That's what I think he's trying to do. Right. That's my guess. So Steve gets him a gig and screws over this other company. Well, I mean, he paid He paid them. the artist. What about yeah, the company? That's true. So Yeah, because Henry rips them a new one. I'm sure. I thought you were supposed to be professional. He's like, just get anybody down here. So, and that's the other thing. Some other gig's going to show up. Yeah, they never really resolved that, but. Oh, well. It's the last night at the whatever. So I guess next episode we're going to be back in school. Yeah. How many episodes do you think it'll be before Dylan and Kelly kiss again? Three. I'm thinking two. Okay. Well, we'll see. All right. We'll have a, we'll have a friendly wager. Two or three episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We never tracked how long it was until Brandon, Brenda, not Brandon, that'd be different. That would be. Brenda and Dylan started having sex again. We forgot no. to track that. Darn. Do we even know? 
I don't remember. I mean, it was like one episode from the time that they weren't having sex to the time she was in Paris, so. No, that was way before the Paris stuff. No, I really don't think so. When we talked about that, yeah, it was. All right. It was after her pregnancy oh, scare. Oh, that time. I was thinking about the other time when she moved in with him. She no. withholds sex a lot for a teenager. Yeah, she does. That does not bode well for her husband someday. She uh, she screams to her mom, I learned it from you, mom. <laughs> I learned it from watching you. Right. But, yeah. So, that was, I think that's pretty much it. Donna's not doing anything. No. Sitting around in a bikini. Kelly's feeling... Guilty, but isn't saying anything. Well, as she shouldn't. She wants to, though. Yeah. She wants to, but she doesn't. She wants to be friends with Brenda, and she knows that that's going to screw it up if she tells her, so. Yeah. But I think she wants uh, Dylan's cock more. (laughs) I think that's the problem. He does do another Casablanca line. Yeah. They're really hammering that movie home. Do they think they have... uh, do you think they have partial rights to that movie or something? <laughs> no. Every time you mention Casablanca, we'll give you twenty bucks. There you go. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what's going on with that. I haven't seen it, so apparently it is a really romantic movie because they can't stop fucking talking about it. It's it's all right. It's sad romantic, not happy romantic. So. And this is kind of sad romantic too, right? Yeah. It's a very similar situation. No, well, maybe they'll do Romeo and Juliet. During oh, God, his, I hope not. <laughs> Kelly can take some poison. Hmm. I don't want Kelly to take poison. Well, we know she's not going to, so. Okay. Anyway, that's our episode, so uh, do your thing. Uh, go ahead and write us at latefee1994 at com. Go visit our website at retrolatefee.com. Yes, that is correct. Those are the things. And tell your friends. There you go. Give us the stars. Tell a friend about the show. Say, hey, friend. Hey, you like uh, you like the 90s? Listen to this. Yeah. Uh, you like the decade we're currently in? You like in. the popular pop, pop culture show that we have? <laughs> then, yeah. It's weird to specify the decade that we're currently it, it in. It is. I don't know. I think I had a little stroke. I think, you know, I thought I, I think I forgot to tell people that it is uh, October... 19th, 1995. (laughs) But you know that. I bet they do know what day it is. All right. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye.